When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to today's Record Rangers podcast. Today's a special one. Uh, I'm Keith Jackson. I'm joined by Scott McDermott, the resident Rangers man in the Rangers podcast. Isn't that right, Scott? Is that right? That's great. And a special guest, uh, former Rangers captain, Barry Ferguson, uh, and record support columnist, of course. Guys, we're looking forward to the final Wolfram match of the season. Um, Scott, are you looking forward to it? Are you quietly dreading it? What, how are you feeling? No, I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. Still, uh, still important. I think, I mean, no, end of season, Celtic winning the league. No, people might see it as, uh, no, it doesn't really matter, but I'm sure Barry will tell you, no, there's no for him game that doesn't matter. But, well, Barry, I mean, going into a game like this, mm-hmm. when the season's effectively over, um, well, it is over, the league season's over. Um, is there a problem for motivation sometimes, or is, is the old firm match just... No chance. <laughs> no chance. When you're playing, uh, obviously, your closest rivals, um, no, I don't think there'll be a problem this week in training at all, mm-hmm. um, getting up for the game. As I said, and I think it'll mean a lot, it's... Uh, a lot of people are saying it's a nothing game, but it's not a nothing game. Well, it's not a nothing game in that right now it would appear to me that Steven Gerrard is trying to lay down a marker for next season. That's what this end of the season is all about. He's now found the right team. Mm-hmm. He's put Steve Davis in it. He's put Defoe in it. For me, Rangers are you know, a, a far better football inside than they were. Too reliant on Morelos previously. Mm-hmm. And you can't rely on Morelos because he's blow up at any second. This Rangers side that's been playing over these last few weeks looks like a much improved unit. So is that what this game's all about then, Barry? To go into this and say, look, you know, here's this season's finished, but this is a wee look at next season. Yeah, there was a lot of talk, obviously, when um, we signed Steve, Stevie Davis and, and Defoe. Um, I've said plenty of times before, it was going to take them a bit of time to get up and running. They didn't uh, play a lot of football at their previous clubs. But now... You're starting to see what effect Stevie Davis is having on the Rangers team. Um, in terms of the quality he's got, listen, that, I know that first hand. I played a, enough times uh, with Devo, but he runs games of football, he dictates the, the tempo of the game. Um, and delighted to see that he signed a 12-month contract for next year. Big signing. That could be the best signing in the summer for him. Massive signing. He'll he'll get these games under his belt. He'll come back fresh, good pre-season, and I'm expecting big things for Dave. I know a lot of people say about his age, but listen, I know he looks after himself. I know what type of character he is. And for me, he will be the most important signing for Rangers. I know they need another... um, For me, they need another three or four signings, but I'm talking about signings that come into the start of 11, not just squad players, yeah. they need guys that are going to come straight into the manager's um, starting 11. 
but that was the whole idea in January, and that's what I'm going to ask you now, both of you, but you first, Barry. Yeah. In retrospect, was it a real bad mistake by an inexperienced manager not to get not to do everything that he could do to get Davis and Defoe up and running as quickly as possible into the team, even if it meant you know a couple of dodgy performances. In retrospect, when you look at it now, should he have done moved heaven and earth to get the two of them in and playing? No, I, I see the, the manager's coming from when he when he signed on his product, that's been the back of his mind that these these guys have not played a lot of football. Now you can ask any footballer, um, you can train twice a day for four or five hours. Um, the best fitness you get is playing matches. And he might look back and think that was a mistake that he just didn't go with the two of them. But listen, he's he's made that decision. But you see now the quality the two players bring to that team. I think they make one hell of a difference. Nice. So exactly is that another point, Scott? Should they not have got him in the team right away? But I think he did get chances in the team. I think the key issue with Davis was that there was such a clamour in January for Rangers to get a... No, this attacking midfielder, this number ten, it was going to you no know, play off the front, you no know, find pockets and create space. Anybody that's watched Stephen Davis the last couple of years in England knows that that's not his game. He's no the box to box guy that Barry played with, you no know, nine ten years ago. I think Gerard tried to shoehorn him into that kind of position, hoping that it would work for him, and it clearly didn't. I think the lack of fitness, uh, you no know, lack of minutes, had an effect. But you're seeing the best of Stephen Davis now because he's playing in that role just in front of the back four. Where he had started, played the, the games that he was getting at Southampton were in that position. And Northern Ireland. And Northern Ireland. So Barry's talking about you know, dictating games. He's now getting the opportunity to go and dictate games because of where he's, where he's starting. I think also with David Benin team, I think you're, you're seeing the best of guys like Arfield, yeah. Ryan Jack. Yeah. I think Ryan Jack has come on a hell of a lot since... Um, Davos come into the team. Kamara as well. Yeah, Kamara, there's another one. Um, I think he's a real proper footballer. I I'm just, I'm str- I'm st- what I'm struggling here with is, are we not, does Steven Gerrard get a free pass on all of this? Because to me, I think as an inexperienced manager, that's part of the reason that Rangers got him. It was a gamble. It's, uh, by the way, I think that Steven... He's got an experienced second hand, man. So, they know the game. Mm-hmm. They too know the game of football, and they would have seen. Would well, you not think if they were given the chance now that they'd go back, if they could rewind the clock, they'd, they'd do everything no, they, they could to get them back in? No, quicker. Um, I thought you were going to say would they would you sign them? You'd sign two of them. Of course you would. One hundred percent. I'd play them as well. I've probably seen them come up, and they're probably as you say, they get put in early a couple of games. That wasn't the devil that I knew. It yeah. wasn't the devil that all the Rangers fans knew. But we all know it was cause of lucky games. Mm-hmm. Now I get where you're coming from. Do you stick him in and go with him for four or five games? Not you're under pressure to get results every single weekend. But it was that particular run that they lost the points that Celtic opened up an eight point gap because mm-hmm. before they signed, they were level at the top of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, signed the two of them, thinking that's going to be the big push towards the end of the season. Two of them don't play, and over that point, Rangers drop points. Celtic keep on winning, and they open up the gap. I think it was eight points by the time that Brendan Rodgers moved on league effectively over at that point. I just think it's worth it was diff- examining. It was difficult to get the four into the team though, given the form yeah. that Mirelos was a I mean we all know about what Defoe's about and his experience and what he brings but you see I just disagree with that entirely, right? Because if somebody says to me, I'm gonna give you the choice of Jermaine Defoe or Alfredo Morelos, who's the best striker there? I don't think there's an argument, is there? I but I get a Scottie's argument look look what kind of season Morelos has had, twenty nine yeah. goals. Yeah. Mm. 
I'll be honest with you, when he first came in, and I've said it plenty of times in my column, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about him, but he's grew on me. But sending offs, it takes its toll, you know what I mean? Let me tell you something, Barry. See, if you were in that dressing room with him, you would have had him up against the, the wall. Wouldn't I wouldn't, but I'm a changed man now. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've had the anger therapy. <laughs> you no, would have. still have him up against <laughs> But I mean, I'd, well, I, he, he would infuriate he would, me. He would, but that's where you need the guys in the dressing room, not just the manager and the coaching staff, that's where you need guys in the dressing room to go and say, hey, yeah. I need a serious word with you. Has Rangers got that? I don't think so. You've got Alan McGregor. Devil's experience. Well, come on to Alan McGregor in a minute. Yeah, Devil's... <laughs> He's not a rant and a raver, or he goes about his business quietly. I don't think there's enough people. Goldson, maybe. I don't. I don't know. Him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can honestly, I, I can honestly say I, I don't know Goldson. Um, I don't know if there was enough in there to say, listen, you come here. I need a serious chat with. Or it mm-hmm. takes him out for a bit of lunch or whatever. But it was left to the management team to do. Sometimes you're better leaving your experienced players to go and take control of that situation that, that's what happened when I was at Rangers with previous managers they liked the players to go and well, well you went into the dressing room as a young boy and you were just surrounded by leaders weren't well, you? yeah every single player in that dressing room um, was was leaders right so as we're on Morelis Scott if you're Steven Gerrard this weekend do you stick with the team that's been playing well winning games or do you put Morelos back into your starting line? No, I would stick with the four and stick with this team because I agree with you, saying I think there's a there's more fluency to this Rangers team with that midfield. We talked about Davis being the, the sitter. As Barry says, that helps Kamara, Jack. He's found this new role for Arfield, you know, kind of playing off the front in a kind of wide area but close to, to the four. So it's all kind of clipped into place. And I think with Morelos... As much as I, I agree with Barry, season has been unbelievable, and it was difficult to get the four in at first. With Morelos and that Rangers team, whether you like it or not, he does become the, the focal point. Everything, aye, everything seems to be about him. Whether it's you know, fighting with centre halves, arguing with referees, getting whereas with the four, it seems to be a lot. There's a calmness. There seems to be a calmness. Well, Barry, Barry, talk to me about that because. From an outsider's perspective, you look at it and you just think, well, they're playing football. Everybody's having to work that little bit harder. Everybody's thinking about the... You know, Stephen Davis, to me, is a guy that plots his way through 90 minutes in the midfield. He plots his schema. Whereas previously, Rangers had runners in midfield and the, the plan seemed to be just get it up with Morelos, Morelos would do something. Yeah. But now they're actually having to think their way through matches. They're playing better footballs because... Is that is that the way a player would see it? Is that is that too lazy for me to make that judgment as an outsider or is, or is there something in it? Well, what you're asking is, would they go in at the weekend with Celtic? Right, well, let's start with that. No, I am going with the four. I think there's a feel-good factor, the way Rangers are playing just now. I like the way they're playing. They're getting about the pitch. That also, with what you've got in midfield, you've got good ball players, but you've also got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of energy, but tied in with a lot, a lot of quality. Well, you, you like mentioned that you said that Ryan Jack's game has come on leaps and bounds. Yeah. Isn't that because of the style that Rangers are, are they're having to pass away through midfield, whereas previously not yeah, so much? So, if you ask Ryan Jack and if, you, if he's been honest with himself, it's playing with a guy like Stevie Davis. I know I'm making out Stevie Davis here to be <laughs> this unbelievable player, but he is a quality player. Mm-hmm. And play, when you play with quality, you play better with better players. Don't it you? brings you on. 
definitely brings you on. It's like the four. I think Scotty made a good point there. Arfield's position's been changed a wee bit. I think his game's come on leaps and bounds since um, he's, he's uh, the force come into that team. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. They've got a great connection with each other. They know where each other is. Um, it's, that's hard to find. Well, listen, I'm in agreement with all of that. What I would say is, you know, a lot of people looked at that Rangers side that won the previous Old Firm match at Ibrox. And, and I think there was a, a too much of a reliance thinking, because Rangers won that game, that's your, that's your team there. That's your blueprint. And there was a reluctance then to make the changes, even though he brought in a better quality of player. But one of the things about that is when you're playing against better opposition, like Celtic, Ross McCrory's in there as your midfield to, to you know throw up a barrier in front of your centre-halves to give added protection. To me, that takes away from your style of football. I tell you, see the last Old Firm game, Rangers won that blood and thunder right yeah. in their faces. Made it uncomfy. I think this Rangers team still got that, but they've got that added bit of quality. So what about a Ross McCrory? Because some people will say, well, if it worked for you in that last game, shouldn't you be doing it that, again? That'll be the dilemma for Gerard. You're right. Whether because it is against Celtic, whether he has to be a wee bit more cautious, you know, whether he thinks he can get away with Davis, Kamara, Jack, just three ball players in midfield, you no, know, none of them renowned for physicality. Uh, and put, putting their foot in. McCrory obviously gives you something different. But I think he can. I think he can get away with that. Uh, in this game. Is that his big decision though? Because that's your that's, that's your whole point. that's your whole style of, of, of play. If yeah. you're going in with Davis as your anchor then you're going to be trying to pass through Celtic. You're going to be trying to pay, take them on at a game of football. If you go with McCrory, you're going for a battle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the big question? You're the manager, Barry. I go with what's been going on the last three or four weeks. Do you think that Rangers have the quality to outplay Celtic yes. at a passing game? Yes. Well, he's got to believe. General's got to believe that. I mean, he's got to believe in those players that are good enough to get against Celtic and outplay them. And in terms of Morelos comes into that as well because Morelos is your physical, your whole game changes mm-hmm. with playing Morelos yep. up front as opposed to the four. The other thing I'd say about Morelos is at what point do you try and teach Morelos a lesson and say, no, no, the four is a man here. No, you need to keep you need to keep Morelos on his toes, you need to keep him hungry, you need to let him know that no, he doesn't get suspended for four or five games and then he walks straight back into it. I think the difference with they two of the Celtic centre-backs are coming up against Morelos they know it's a physical battle. Mm-hmm. They're coming up against the four. It's his movement. It's his experience. Yeah. The guys are... I, I mean, some of his runs, I'll, I'll go back, I think it was Tynecastle, some of his movement um, was unbelievable. Centre-backs doesn't know what he has at times. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. You've got three or four... As a centre-back, you've got three or four things to think about when you're playing against the four. When you're playing against Morelos, you know, it's a physical battle. Has Morelos started his last game for Rangers then? That's a, that's a good question. This season, obviously. No. Um, with terms of leaving in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's the same again. It all depends on what bid comes mm-hmm. in. If a bid comes in. I, I think we can safely say that anything under 10 million quid Rangers won't want to do it. But as soon as you get to that, as soon as you get to double figures, then I think Rangers will start, start looking at it. Barry, you've kind of were very, you know, positive about Morelos mm-hmm. throughout the season in various columns. Yeah. You did reach the point in the last Old Firm game where you said, "Well, that's it." Mm-hmm. So, if you're mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard, hasn't he reached that same point? Isn't it better 
in terms of the unity, in terms of what you're trying to build, in terms of the collective, to just take the best bid you can get. Actively encourage offers and get Again, them out. It depends, but if somebody comes in with five million pound, you're not going to take it. No, no chance. It's, I, I'm with Scotty. I, I reckon anything over eight million quid, nine million quid, then you've got to seriously consider it. Then again, that goes into the the budget for Stephen Gerrard to go and maybe spend elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Might give him enough money to buy Ryan Kent. Do I think before can go in another year? One hundred percent. Is another senior pro who looks after himself and you made a, a, a good point there Ryan Kent what they want for him 7 or 8 million I think he's an important player for Rangers mm-hmm. he's come up and he's proven to me he's proven to all the Rangers fans that he can handle the, the pressures when it comes to playing with Rangers so he, the manager will need to weigh all these sort of things up when a price like that comes in oh, can I go and spend that elsewhere because I do think I'll go back to what I said at the start I think Rangers are three or four starters away mm-hmm. for being a very, very decent team. The, the disciplinary thing we may have also come into Gerard's thinking as well if there is a bid, bid because you're right, that Celtic game was the last straw, mm-hmm. not just for guys like Barry and you know, a few supporters as well, but Gerard, Gerard has admitted in the last couple of weeks to us that he was, he was too lenient. When Morelos was sending off, he was trying to protect him. He knew he was his number one striker, he was a go to guy. But he now knows, he, as I say, admitted to us the other week, basically said I left it too long. I think and, that comes back to I think that comes back to what I was saying earlier about an inexperienced manager. You have to, every day is a school day, and I think that he's yeah. made some big mistakes with the way that he handled Morelos. He, he was enabling him to but behave think, in the manner that he did. I think before the January transfer window... He didn't have many options. <laughs> so that's what he's got to do. He's got to weigh all that up. Mm-hmm. Listen, if I, if I find him two weeks' wages, I keep him out of the team. Who do I put up, yeah. up front, up top? Mm-hmm. Aye, well, it's a point I'd, I would say as well, I'd be really interested. I remember when um, Rangers signed Mark Haitley and... and Paired him with Morris Johnson and McCoy's couldn't get in the team and what for about a season. Yeah. But when McCoy's did get back in the team, he was a different player. He seemed to me to have studied what Morris Johnson was doing, the amount of running he was doing outside the box, the you know, the, the moving his defenders about, all the parts of his game that Morris Johnson maybe learned in France that made him a top level striker. McCoy's when he came back in the team was far more like Morris Johnson than he was Ali McCoy's, if you know what I mean. But that you wonder if if Morelis spent a year, if he doesn't get a move, if the if the big money offer doesn't come in this summer, if he spent a year just watching Jermaine Defoe? Well, I would, I would like to think Morelos is on that training ground when they're doing like shooting drills or, or whatever, watching him closely. Because mm-hmm. there's no better guy to learn off than Defoe. He's played at the highest level all, all these days. He's England international. So I would like to think that he's watching him closely on that training ground. Mm. It also doesn't need to be Morelos or Defoe. I mean, Gerard looking at next season in an ideal world would love the options of Morelos, Defoe and possibly one other. It doesn't look as if it's going to be Kyle Lafferty. It'll probably be somebody, somebody else. Um, but he'll want, if he's going to have a serious go at the title next year, which they will, he's going to want three top-class strikers, isn't he, vying for... Fine for one position. That, that, that's what you need when you're when you're going for titles. You need competition. I yeah. don't think there's enough competition, and he knows that himself. You've heard him in interviews yeah. plenty of times. He wants to bring in quality. Well, the competition earlier this season was Umar Sadiq, wasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I guess that's that's part of the problem. But you could
So how many do you think you need, Barry, before you're really... I think this is massive for him. This one? Yes. So by the end of this one, he really should have his squad. That is that, I'm looking forward to it. Dave King's come out and says that he's he's going to back him. Um, and then the thing we were talking about, Morelos, five minutes ago, had he gone to somebody going to come in and, and bid for him? Then that's another chunky money into the pot. So he's going to have a wee bit of money to go and spend, hopefully. Because, as I said, I don't think they're far away. I'm not getting again. I'm not getting excited because it's been a great like, month, um, but you see signs of what he's trying to do. So, what do you expect then for this game? Because if Celtic really wanted to put, I mean, this isn't just a marker for Rangers. You know, this is a marker for Celtic. This is a marker for Neil Lennon. He's got to show. You know, if he's got ambitions of of going on from here to take Celtic on, he'll be looking at ten in a row then he wants to lay down a marker. This isn't all about Rangers this weekend, Scott. So so what do you ex- expect to come from this match? Well, in terms of Celtic, uh, Keith, they've not been playing well in the last few weeks. You know, they've seemed to kind of limp over the line with, with the title. I was at Pataudry again on Saturday. Aberdeen should have been two up in the first half before Celtic, before Celtic scored. So I think Neil Lennon will be slightly, no, maybe apprehensive is maybe not the right word, but he'll know that Celtic are in for a game now. The title's wrapped up, maybe Disney, or it might not mean as much to them, but uh, I think Rangers, Rangers fans for about four or five years have been getting into all firm games thinking this is going to be a down, no, we've, we've got no chance. That that win in December, knowing what they've done since, has given them a bit of belief, and I think most Rangers supporters will be getting into it on Sunday thinking, well, I would argue even setting themselves pretty confident that they can go and, they can go and win. <laughs> See, that's the thing, isn't it? And that's when, you know, if Celtic turn up, if Celtic play at their, their absolute optimum level, they're capable of taking, making Rangers suffer. They're, they're capable of taking a few goals off them. Barry, mm-hmm. what, do, what do you um, expect mm-hmm. from it? I expect Rangers to win. Would you, would you not agree with Celtic are, are at their absolute best? Was there, do you know what? The last four or five years, I've been bricking it every time <laughs> I've watched old fun games. And the feeling of watching that on the 29th of December was was good. i, I seen a different side to Rangers that day that I hadn't seen for a long, long time. Because mm. um, they deserved it, didn't they? They, they did deserve it. it. I looked at... There was a fear... Amongst the players, when they come up against Celtic, I never sensed that, and it was pro- uh, proven in the game. Um, if you look at the last old fun game as well. I, I, I do respect Celtic, what they've done. I really look, and I would like to think that Rangers squad is, is doing the same look and thinking, really fear them. Surely you don't fear them. I they've got good players, there's no doubt in my mind, but you don't get top, top players, mm. I wouldn't say. They've got very good players. You would have to say they've got the best squad of players in the country by a bit of a distance, no? I think Disney lie, does it? Mm. Um, Rangers are getting there. See, see, see in terms of the bigger picture, you were talking about earlier about what it, what it means to Rangers, what this game means. Bigger picture, I think, for Steven Gerrard is when he gets to the end of the season and thinks, right, how have I done here first season as a manager? Now, there's two big black marks for this season. It's two cup competitions. Mm-hmm. If Rangers winning Sunday... Celtic will win the league by less than 10 points. I mean, it could be as little as 3 or 4 if Celtic were to drop more points in the last the last day. Against Hearts? Well, <laughs> right. But it's going to be, say it's 6 points. So Rangers have reduced <clears throat> that gap to 6 points. You no, know, the title gap 
They would also Rangers will finish 10, 12, maybe Cleary, Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, whoever it is in third. But if Gerrard can then add to that, the Euro run, get to the group stages, and also, crucially, they've beaten Celtic twice, which is Barry says for five or six years, it wasn't even coming into your, your thinking. Um, I think the big picture, if they win on Sunday, go out, wait a minute, we've beaten Celtic twice at Ibrox. The Parkhead game that you touched on there, the second half, they were... Terrific, should I got something from mm-hmm. In terms of the bigger picture range, that, that is, that's massive strides forward, I think, mm. this year. Well, it does feel, I mean, I, I think I wrote myself after that, the last one at Parkhead, it, it feels as if that, that fixture is back now. Yeah. You know, the rivalry is it's, it's proper. It's not just the hatred, because mm-hmm. with Gearsford, there was actually no real football rivalry, just yeah. really bad, intense hatred, which has seemed to grow and grow. But the football... As a as a as a rivalry has it seems to me returned, which will be interesting because listen, even when there was really intense rivalry between the sides, you were in the end of a few spankings and you, you dished a few out. It can happen, can't it? Yeah, listen, it, people talk about um, in terms of Rangers on a good run of form. Celtic, Scott, just mentioned a few minutes ago, have no really been playing that well. Are you about to say the form that goes out the window? Uh, no, listen, <laughs> Listen, I've went in and I've, I've said plenty of times in my column, we went in when we've been like 10, 12 games battling teams and we've went into an old firm game. Never like overconfident, but you're always confident and I've come out on the end where I real doing. Um, you, you, you don't notice, listen, it's all saying, who wants it the most, you know what I mean? Is Celtic going to come and think, all oh, right, the league's wrapped, is it going to be a party atmosphere? For uh, their their crowd that are going to be there and uh, as the players, I, I very much doubt it. I think the Celtic players will want to come, to Ibrooks and and put one over well, Rangers. T- and I'm sure the Rangers players will like to think that they're confident in it. This that they can beat them. And if and if you were in that dressing room, Barry, I'm, I'm perfectly sure that you would have been the first one to organise the guard of honour for the champions <laughs> to come running out. <laughs> Where are you in that debate? Um, it's a hard one, isn't it? It's uh, like, talking about guards at uh, guards honour. I had to do one three weeks ago for Disco Bride. Right. Did you enjoy that no, experience? No. <laughs> um, was that your decision to do that? Let's just say you took it in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you've got to go and do it, haven't you? Well, have you? I think it's, there's going to be one. Oh, well, hold, on, hold on, let's explore that because were you actually told by. No, listen, the decision comes down to me. Right. It came down to me in the end. So, through gritted and teeth. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to line my players up and say to them, look, this is what you've got to be. Watch these players walk through you. Make sure that's you next time. Yeah, well, make sure that's us next season. This time next season. So. I don't think it's logically like then. I, don't, I really don't think. I, don't, I think a lot of people are making issues yet. I don't really think. I do think Celtic will be bored about it. No, I don't. I honestly don't. How would you feel if you were a Rangers player giving Celtic a guard on at Ibrox? How would you? Would you be? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to know. Um, how would I feel? Uh, well, first of all, if somebody said to you as captain, would you, what's your thoughts on this? Should we do it? Yes, that's, yes. that's that. Decision surely when they come down to the captain that we can. Ah, but let's just say in this scenario, it does. If I had to go out and do it, I would need to do it if I'm told me to do Mm -hmm. it. Would I be happy about it? No, I wouldn't. Right, and if it was left to the captain to decide, (laughs) 
You're instinct that would be one of them. No, but you've got to try and rise above. Let people say you need to try and rise above things like that. With a do, do, do you know what this is? I can see it in your eyes. This is the tools being used here. Because you're trying to don't get angry you about the idea. Either ten seconds. <laughs> <or 45>. <laughs> <laughs> right, talking about anger management. Your old pal Alan McGregor. Uh, can you talk me through what was going through his head last week? I'm having, I'm having to say a moment of madness. I don't know what he was doing. It's not the but first time this season, or no, it's no, it's kind of crept into Griggs's um, game. There's a few incidents over the, the season. Um, I can say, because I've played with him for a number of years, he has a feisty character. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I think he's letting his emotions get the better of him. Which, maybe he needs somebody to sit down and say, listen, you don't need to go. I think maybe he's wanting to show yeah. what the club needs. What it means. I don't think... Griggsy needs to do that. I mm-hmm. think every single Rangers fan, every single player he's played with, every single player he's playing with at this moment in time, knows what the club means to him. So I think he's just trying to show that he cares that much. And sometimes when that happens, I was guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I got myself in trouble a few times on the pitch with getting sent off. We're trying to show far too much aggression. And I think that's what he's done. Silly, no. Uh, again, it's one of these seasons that has happened a few times to him. Um, I don't remember him being like that first time round. I mean, he was always feisty, he was always fiery, he was a, a really competitive guy. I don't remember all these elbows getting left out. And no, it, it, listen, he would leave. Leave a bit on. He would leave a bit on. He was like that. Even as a young boy, he was like that. Uh, coming through, he would come out to catch a ball and which I don't mind leaving a wee knee in somebody's back. Listen, I'm, I'm here to catch this ball here. Yeah. And listen, it's part and parcel of football, but he has stepped over the line a few times, mm. uh, which I'm surprised about. But also, I know what type of character he has. And my thinking that he's trying to show... How much it means. Where it's, I don't think he needs to do. It might be what you touched on earlier. He might feel that, and it's, a, it's obviously a daft when I showed it what he did on Sunday, but he might feel as if there isn't enough leaders, big characters in that, that dress. I get where you're coming from. Because that, that season I've watched him, and he does seem different in terms of you've, Frustrated you've seen him running out of the 18 yard box, you know, shitting people. Mm-hmm. And, and at first, when I seen that early in the season, I thought, that's what you want, fear goal, and he's shouting at the centre backs, and he's not happy. And, but now, you know, as, as more of these incidents happen, you think, is he just, is he almost trying too hard to show? I think he is. I, I think he is. I've thought about it last couple of days, watched the incident, obviously seen previous ones, and I do think he is trying too hard to I show. Just, uh, which I don't think, <clears throat> he, well, no, which I don't think. He no, doesn't, doesn't need to do it. He doesn't need to do it. But I mean, the, the crazy bit is, there have been some incidents that, and you know yourself, in the spur of the moment, when you know somebody's running in on top of you, you're the goalkeeper, you've got to put your head into a dangerous situation, you will maybe throw up a leg or something to give yourself a bit of protection. I can see all that. Some of it we've seen with Lewis Ferguson. Yeah. You've seen these incidents where you're thinking, yeah, man, that's really borderline stuff. That there at the weekend, where you're, you're coasting, it's the 89th minute or something, injury time, a game that's kind of died a death anyway, a kind of end of season. Total red mushroom. For, for no apparent reason. That, that That's the thing that if I was in charge of Rangers right now, I'd actually be a little bit worried about his temperament because 
you might be looking then at the equivalent of an Alfredo Morelos. Is this guy capable of blowing up at any minute in any match? Now, you don't need that from your experienced players. People are saying they don't know what he was thinking, right? And obviously, it's a crazy moment. But you, you do know what he's thinking. He's, he's clearly decided... McNulty's given him a wee... So I'm going to stick one on him. I'm going to clear this... But he's got. A, he's thought to say, I'm going to clear this ball... And I'll kick it. And I'll look fl- a fly. And then I'll try and make it look as if <laughs> he's caught me as I've tried to kick it. Goalies do do that a wee bit. If strikers are trying to put them off, try to get a leg in front, they've kicked that occasionally. They'll, they'll make I've never seen a goalkeeper do that before, ever. But it was so... Rid- no, no, they would do it, but no as ridiculous yeah. as that. I mean, it was just... It was just ludicrous. But that is clearly what he's trying to do, but it's just, just right. so stupid. Well, Barry, what influence does that have on Rangers this weekend? Because McGregor's no, just been... That's a big he's been, he's been terrific. I mean, form-wise, we can talk about incidents all day long, mm-hmm. but in terms of his actual goalkeeping, he has been an absolute stalwart this season. I says when Rangers signed him last summer, he'll earn you 12 to 15 points, and that's what I think he's done this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy, easy to make for me to answer that question. Massive miss. Massive. Badly affect Rangers' chances then? Um, I, I don't think it will affect their chances on Sunday. But if it comes down to this one day, one Celtic are going to get a few chances because they have got very good players in their team. And Greasy's one of the guys that pops up with unbelievable shape. Well, that's what I was going to say. See, from a player's perspective, mm-hmm. Wes Fodderingham's a good goalkeeper. I'll tell you. But Wes Fodderingham saves the ones that you expect Wes Fodderingham to save. See, when you've got somebody McGregor like Alan, saves the ones you don't. See, when you've got somebody like Alan McGregor. Behind you, you feel safe. Mm. You feel safe. Do you not think that's necessarily the case with Wes Fodering? Ah, I think he's a good goalkeeper. I do. I think he's a good goalkeeper, but he's not in Alan McGregor's class. Mm. Nah, he's not. For me, he's a level. He's mm. a level below him. Good goalkeeper, but I do like him. But I think Alan McGregor, for me, he's the best goalkeeper in Scotland by a country mile. Right. So, what is the other key areas of the park on on Sunday? Well, Midfield. That's what it's won and lost for me. And, and I'm not just saying that because I was a, a midfielder, but that, that's the engine room. Mm-hmm. Now you look at Celtic, Scott Brown, Callum McGregor, who I think is a fantastic player. Logic. Logic, again, he's just coming back to fitness. Then we've got Devo, Kamara, Ryan Jack. A tasty battle, one that I'm really looking forward to. You see how the three Rangers players handle it, because this will be the biggest test now. Because this is the first time that three have played against. Well, well, I agree. I think that is the key area of the park. And I, I'm wondering, Scott, how you think the Rangers three matches up against the Celtic three? Well, defensively, from a tactical point of view, it's going to be interesting because we've spoke so much about Davis and what he brings to the team in terms of his passing and controlling the game, the tempo. But him going up against Tom Rogic physically is a bit of a, a, bit of a mismatch. If Rogic can can get about Davis and try to stop him playing, but at the same time cause Davis a problem and come back maybe that. We all know that's no Stephen Davis's game. But again, that boils down to the Rangers manager, whether he believes in that system, he believes that it doesn't matter what Tom Rogic does, we will play our own game. Or it does matter, so I'm going to play Ross McCrory. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's, that's a big call, I think. Right, OK, well, we'll end it here. We'll wrap it up. Really enjoyed that. Um, Barry, I'm going to ask you for your scoreline prediction for the weekend. Rangers to win two one. Scott, Celtic victory for you. <sighs> I was going to say two one Rangers. Uh, <laughs> I'll go one 0 One 0 I'll change mine. I'll go two 0 <laughs> <laughs>
Right, guys, uh, enjoy the match um, and join us this time next week. Well, I'll probably not be here, Barry, you'll probably not be here, but Scott will, he always is. What are we bombed out? Yep. I, I think we just get one crack at this. Oh, you can combine it, I think. Let your body use your mind, use your mind, let your mind, use your body, let adrenaline flow, flow. Let your body